Super Mom MD, Mother Determined, not your mother's podcast. This is a podcast about juggling motherhood, career, dating, and going into your 40s. Are you ready? Let's go! I'm so excited for this show. <laughs> you look good tonight. I mean, you look good every night, but like, you look like really good. Green? I like, I love that green on you. Green is, I think, your color. Really? You think? Yeah, I really do. Like, it looks really good on you. Yeah. I, so I'll be honest, there was nothing like clean in my dry cleaning section <laughs> in my closet. And I forgot that I had this shirt. And I was like, um, oh, I guess I'll just wear this shirt. It's really hot here today. So The only like- thing I heard from that sentence is that you dry clean. Oh. And I... <laughs> I do not. Um, I don't even own an iron. I don't. Um, I do. Iron. I don't use it because I have a dry cleaner. Yeah, I have a steamer. I just Those feel like don't work. I'm sorry. Yeah, they, like, do. They, they do. They do. Yeah. yeah. Okay, maybe you have the wrong one. So, I don't. I, don't, I point and shoot. Maybe it's like a phone. Um, so I just want you know. Yeah. I am drinking wine during this one because. Oh, I, are you? Because yes. why would Wait, you do that? I am just saying. I feel like. Is this is a wine kind of show. So only because <laughs> we are talking to our younger self because yes, today's show is lessons for my younger self. And I think yes, that yes. wine needs to be included because we're going to get all of our emotions out during this time. Oh, my God. I am ready for this therapy right now. I'm ready for this half hour of therapy. But before we get into that, let's talk about the RX from last week. Um, we talked about the guilt of the slip up. And the RX was if you slip up, you just start again. Um, how did you do this week? Well, I slipped up a lot. Let me just tell you. So, um, I felt like I was doing a constant start out, start over. Um, Mm. but you know, it was one of those things where it was like, I, I didn't beat myself up. I was like, you know what? I hate to use this whole, it's quarantine and this, that, and the other, but truly, you know, it is a little difficult right now. It's a little different with everything going on with COVID. I'm obviously in California and constantly things are changing. So I always feel like this. Yes, you're allowed to go out and play. No, you're not allowed to go back. Oh, <laughs> you're in trouble. You're grounded now. Okay, kids, I know. you're grounded. I know. And so I feel like it's this kind of like yo-yo over here. And I so know. it's a little hard sometimes when you're like, you know, you kind of get excited about maybe eating outside at a restaurant and then, or maybe going to the gym and then that gets taken away, right? And then you don't know, like, not the, the eating out side currently is okay but the gyms are gone the nail salons are gone the hair places are gone the malls are gone and it wasn't like we had that much anyways because so much is already still closed so when all of that got closed without like pretty much any notice the first thing you go to is like comfort food or like you know um, the wine. wine wine and you know working out you know sometimes is not as much as i want it on the priority list you know, if you've had a long day, you're just like, you know, I don't feel like it. Although I will say a couple of weeks ago, I did go kayaking um, and that was great. And I will eventually do that again. How, how was that for you? Like, do you, do you kayak on a normal basis? Like, mm-hmm. I feel like. I have okay. not done that in over 20 years. Okay. And my 20 year old self body, which I know we're talking about our younger <laughs> self. So in perfectly. My 20 plus year ago, younger self body. Yes. You know, and I feel 16, but clearly my body's like, oh, oh, oh you're not. <laughs> and, you know, I'm I'm out there by myself because I'm like, you know, and it's funny because I still feel like this, yes. like, you know, little 16 year old and I go yes. out there and 
I realize everyone's looking at me like, oh, there's the mom, right? But like, I don't realize. I'm like, who's who the mom? cares what you know? they think? I know, but it's funny because I'll be like, oh, who's the mom? Oh, no, I'm they're the mom. Like, they're looking at you going, there, there's the hot mom. Yeah, I'm not sure about that, but we'll there's, go with that. I like right, that thought right. better. All right. So we, you go out and you have to like watch this video, which like apparently is their training video, which is hilarious because I'm not sure what it trains you on. And so you go out and then basically just they throw you up in this like kayak and they hear, OK, here's these like a yellow and a green like tape and you keep your hands on there. And I'm like, OK, and you go like this forward, this backwards. That's about all I learned. And so I get out there and I'm in the ocean. OK, I just want you guys to understand. It's like a harbor ocean <laughs> by myself. And so I'm like, at first I'm like, yeah, and I have Eye of the Tiger playing on my uh, headset. <laughs> so like I totally am feeling like I'm in this movie and I'm like, Hi. I'm like the full on Rocky scenes going on. I'm like, yeah, right? Yeah, you are. And, yeah, you are. and then all of a sudden I'm like, I keep going, I keep going. And all of a sudden I start getting kind of tired, you know? And then mm. I realize I'm going with the wind. And then I realize I have to yeah. turn around to go against. Now I'm listening to Eye of the Tiger, but now it feels like, Oh yeah, I'm really going no. And, like, and then all of a sudden, like my hips start to hurt, like incredibly oh, no. bad. Not the hips. And the crazy thing is, so I and I'm like looking at landmarks, right? And I'm like, can I make it to the tent? Can I make it to that boat? Can I make it? And then I had this like vision, like, oh my gosh, oh, no. like the lifeguard is gonna come out and have to save me because like. I, it's hard, man. The wind's coming against my face. The water's coming against my face. <laughs> I, I just like, whoo, whoo. This is like a full-on Rocky moment. Yeah, you know? yeah. And, like, I yeah. finally make it in, and I'm just like, thank God, you know. And um, <laughs> so then I say, gosh, this is a really good workout. Like I didn't realize how like my hips and legs would feel. And this is what he said. Well, I've never heard anybody say their hips and legs got to work out. I went. Oh, well, clearly I'm doing it wrong because like my arms felt sore, but not like were, you know. were you were you using your lower half of your body to propel your oh, arms? No. So then I felt stupid. So then I just walked away like whatever. And then I Google it and it literally says and I'm going to blame it on this guy, not me, because, you know, I'm a newbie. <laughs> he right? obviously doesn't know what he's doing. He the guy running this boat rental yeah, place. And he didn't train me properly <laughs> because. Basically, it says your legs are supposed to be a little bit of a slant, not flat. Okay. So my okay. legs were completely like out like this, and they should have been like in a little bit. Um, okay. Because then your hips, like, so I'm like, oh, they're like, oh yeah, you can totally hurt your hips. Well, clearly this guy did not set my kayak up the right way because my legs are straight. So oh imagine sitting straight up the whole time, holding your core with your legs completely flat, right? You could have done so much better. Right? But you know, it was my Rocky moment. It's all good. I will definitely okay. try again, but now I it's know. It's okay. So it's okay. It was like Eye of the Tiger, but it came in like Eye of the Kitten. It's okay. You'll do it's, better next time. You'll okay. do better next time. I, I, I did it though. I did it. You did You did do it. And I'm super, super proud of you. Um, I was okay. Um, I have been really, really good. We talked about it. I've been really, really good with my whole veggies, hummus, like hard boiled eggs, like lemon water. I've been sticking to that. So we did a live show like a few weeks back and you were munching on some tortilla chips. And I have to tell you that that image of tortilla chips stuck in my brain. And I went to the store and I bought two bags of tortilla chips and pretty much has them both. And like they were just a small bags, so they were okay. We'll go with that. Um, <laughs> we'll lie to ourselves. 
Um, they were so good though. And I was like, oh, so good. And just like sitting on the couch watching Hamilton on Disney Plus for like the third time or fourth time. I can't remember. Are you liking Hamilton? I'm struggling. I with love it. it. It's so good. How could you not like it? I know I really want to because everybody else does, but like I'm really so, struggling. See, you're struggling because you saw it live and you're spoiled in that regard, right? You saw so it watch live too though. I did, but like you saw it in New York live, like I and, and I saw a great cast live too, like in Charlotte. I saw it twice in Charlotte. I saw it on Broadway in New York, and yes, in the original in the space that you saw that you see it on Disney Plus. Yes. Um, did you see it with Lin Manuel? Like, did you get to a chance to see it with like the original cast? I didn't see it with the original cast. Um, I think his name was Miguel or something like okay, that. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. His yeah, like, um, yeah. But I gotta tell you, okay, and I know people are not gonna like me, and I'm super sorry. I'm just gonna be honest. Who cares? So, maybe it. because I was there live and it was this awesome Broadway show. I've been wanting to see Hamilton for so long. I see it yes. on Broadway. Yes. It was this amazing trip that I took with my mom. Yes. And um, I so I'm trying to watch the Disney live. And I'm really like, yes, I'm going to love this, right? And I'm wearing my Hamilton shirt and everything, right? You're so cute. <laughs> and I'm sitting there going, oh, my gosh. Like, I'm seriously not enjoying this. It gets, like, 25 oh, no. minutes in. Like, I'm really trying. Like, I'm clapping when you're supposed to clap. I'm, like, doing the whole thing. But the person that is playing the original Hamilton, who everybody loves. Lin-Manuel. Lin-Manuel Miranda, who is, okay. who is a lyrical a, genius. Okay, yes. I okay. got it. Okay. Um, however, I loved the person that played it. And I loved the cast so much. You loved him. I, that's okay. I feel like that's perfectly okay. Um, because... I think not only not only did you get to see it in its original sort of state, um, state and state, right? Um, but you also were making memories with your mom, and I think and we like had center orchestra seats. Yes, and I yeah, yes, yes, and I think like I I think there's no hate there. I think that I would have felt the same. I did see it with my mom too the second time I saw it. The first time I saw it with my with my daughter. Um, both times I have amazing memories, but like, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you know, I'm a huge Broadway geek, but so are you. I am. Yeah. And I really thought I was going to like love this and, you know, maybe. It's interesting to me. That's so yeah. interesting to me that you were like, you feel this way. And, and, and I'm a I little love bit like, I want to dive more into this with you. I know. We will maybe at another point, but we'll talk I about know. it. I know. Okay. Moving on this subject, maybe it's just, I love it in real life. You know what I yes. mean? It's kind of like. Yes. Yes. I, I'm, I'm part of the we sport. Need, we need to know? go to a show to get, well, when we shows have. happen again, yeah. If uh, we need if, to go to a Broadway yeah. show together. We, I know we've talked about it a lot. You love Broadway shows. I love Broadway shows. Um, so many. Um, but I'm actually there's, flown there's to like Charlotte. A, I'm like, there's like a bag hanging behind me. Can you see what that, what the name of the bag is behind me? Uh-uh, it says something. The American and, Party? No. An American in Paris. Oh! Saw it, saw it in Charlotte. Yes. Love We're it. huge Broadway family. Um, anyway, that's going to happen when this you realize I did over. fly there a couple of years ago because you had Charlotte tickets. I forgot what we saw. You had an extra ticket because we did go see a show. Uh -huh. Yeah, I flew I, out. This is how this is how. OK, everybody's going to hate me now because this is how spoiled I am because I see so many freaking shows. It's it's a passion. It's my hobby. Can that be a hobby? Can I think seeing Broadway hobby. shows be a hobby. I, if it's not, we should make it one now. OK. Let's yes. talk about lessons for our younger self because yes, okay. I think, I think our, our our lesson should be that we should see more Broadway shows. But besides <laughs> that, um, okay, in addition so, to that, yeah, what would you know? I feel like I we've learned. 
I do too. And I feel like we, we've learned a lot of lessons and I was telling you, um, about a letter that I actually wrote to myself. Um, my daughter is 16 now, but I wrote a letter to myself when she was, um, when she was five, I wrote a letter and we recently just read that letter. My daughter and I, um, on her 16th birthday, we read it together and it was very cool to go back and just see what I had said, you know, at, at a time when we were facing a major brain surgery for her, her third um, brain surgery, and hopefully final one that she'll ever have. Um, and, you know, her father had just passed away. Um, and that was that was a shocking thing and sudden thing. And there were a lot of things going on for us in that year, um, in those couple of years. And it was interesting to go back and just see how I was in many ways, mentally and, and um, emotionally, you know, to go back and see how I was at that, at that time. And I just feel like I would love to do that more often, just like write a letter to my older self and just be like, look, this is what we're going through now. So that when I go back to it 10, 20 years from now and read it, I can go, look what I survived. Mm-hmm. Right. There's hope for the future. I know you're big on hope, right? You're big on the word hope. Um, but look, look what, look what we survived and there's hope and, and you don't need to give up. Um, Cause I think there have been times when um, it's, it's, it's become a lot, right? Like life becomes a lot. Life becomes overwhelming at times. And I, I know, for sure, um, just mental health wise, there have been a couple of times where I have been like, you know, how easy would it be to just throw in the towel today? Mm-hmm. Right. Not face this anymore, not feel this pain, not, not have to face all of these struggles and difficulties that I'm facing. And just to go, just to go ahead a little bit, right. 10 years later, 10 years down the line and see what I was struggling with and go, Holy crap. Like, look what I, look what I lived through. Look what 2020, like just in just the year 2020. I mean, like, I feel like when we're 90, I mean, I hope to God when we're 90 that we never have to go through another quarantine. We never have to wear masks again on face. We don't have to worry about things being locked down. If anything, this whole thing has taught us and we constantly talk about COVID, you know, within our everyday lives, right? You can't get, you can't, can't, you can't not, you can't not, Um, yeah. But I feel like you appreciate life in such a different way because there's different things that you're just so used to. I mean, you know, just going to a nail salon or just getting your hair cut or, you know, just going to a restaurant and sitting at the Mm -hmm. bar, you know, like and not being Mm -hmm. worried or like like even coming into my office, like I have to wear a mask. And then if I need to use the restroom, I need to wear a mask. Like everything's about a mask, a mask, a mask. And I feel Mm -hmm. like, you know, and then you had that little kind of like oh feeling like, oh, gosh, like. I can't do this because, you know, I, I got to go wash my hands or I yeah. have to, you know, there's all this fear, right, in 2020. So I love the fact that if we, like, think about 20 years from now, 30 years from now, 40 years from now, to be able to look back at where we are today, because, I, I you know, many of you know, I was raised by my grandma. And if you don't, I was, she was a big part of my life raising me, I should say, she's one of the people that raised me. And, um, you know, like, I remember, like, her you know, telling me like, don't be so like hard on yourself because when you're 90 years old, you're not going to care about this. Like that's not going to be something that you're even probably going to remember, you know? 
And, or she'd also say, like, I, I'd always go like, gosh, I remember being in like my early twenties and right. <laughs> the fact that I thought I was fat and I was like a size two or four, <laughs> like is hilarious. It is I, I, I want to yeah. be as fat as I was in my early twenties would be really nice. Totally. Um, so, yes. Um, yes. But she would say like, you know, you're never going to be 22 again. Like today is the day you're 22. Like you're never going to be 22 again. So like enjoy every moment because before you know it, Absolutely. you're going to be 42 and then you're going to be 62. Absolutely. And you know, the fact that I'm 43 now and I look back and I'm like, geez, I was just 16 yesterday. Like how did that happen? <laughs> Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. So, yeah, so I know, like, I know when you're thinking about when Sasha was five and now she's 16, it really went like that. It and did. So are you going to read the letter to us? Are you, are you able to? Um, I don't have it up right now. It was it was essentially just like talking about the things that we were going through at the time, right? Like we were talking about, um, I was talking about um, uh, her impending brain surgery and how I was feeling about that. And I was talking about the loss of her father and how I hoped that I could be um, the parent that she needed me to be. Right. And that I could that I could be strong enough to make it through for her to 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 reach 16. And what did she think when you read that letter to her? What was her? Response? Um, she thought it was very sweet and, and and endearing. And she loved the fact that, like, I was thinking about writing her this letter for her 16th birthday when she was only five. And mm -hmm. I, I can't remember why I did it. I'm sure it was like you know, some, some article I wrote or something. And I was like, yes, that would be great. Like I even wrote it for my old work email and stuff like that. Like, um, uh, long live gateway computers, but like <laughs> I, um, yeah. And so I, I wrote it for my work email and I, and I just remember, um, I remember sending that and, and it's funny because I'd forgotten about it and hadn't thought about it in many, many years. And then literally on the day of my daughter's birthday, I was like, like, I don't know how our brains work like this or how my brain works like this. Cause I do not remember things like this um, ever, but it just popped in my head like, Oh my gosh, I have that letter. And so I went and I, and I found it in my email and I read it and it was, it was very cool to go back and just be like, man, just this flood of emotions and memories of, of all of the things that I felt were so heavy and they were, I mean, brain surgery and death of a spouse, those are very heavy things. Most people will never, ever have no. to deal with at least one of those. You'll probably right. have to deal with at least the death of the spouse, but not as early on as you did. No, and, I, no. You know, and I to was, deal with both yeah. of those at the same time is like, I don't even know how you're not a raging alcoholic and, <laughs> you know, I don't know, crazy. Yeah, no, I, I, I was, I was still in my twenties. I was in my late twenties when all of this was going on and, um, yeah, it was, it was just, it was just very interesting. Like it still blows my mind to, to think back and, and, but I'm so glad, I'm so glad that I did that and, and that I was able to just see like where my headspace was at that time and know that I was, I was not a good place. I was in a very dark place and a very sad place. And, um, to cut, to just be able to, to flash back in the space where I am now, where I am, you know, 43 and living a good life and so thankful for a healthy daughter and, and so blessed by her. And, um, you know, I, I just feel very thankful that, that I'm able to look back and go, Oh my God, like 
not only did we survive a bunch of BS and a bunch of stuff, but we, we've thrived, you know what I mean? And, and our lives have been completely changed and altered and, and, and they're so good right now. Like our lives are so good right now. Um, but that's so helpful. And I just feel like that is definitely something I, I would like to do going forward. Well, and you know. I think that when we look about, think about lessons, not look about, right? Think about lessons um, from our younger, to our younger self. Like I was thinking about this before we started the show because I obviously knew this was a topic. Yeah. Um, you know, I really would love to be able to go back and tell my younger self, like in different decades, right? So I would love to go back to high school. Like I feel like high school is kind of like that, that kind of like crossroads moment of where you go from a child to an adult. Um, I don't know about guys, but I know girls, we do experience this. A lot of us do where, you know, we're going from this, like kind of like young adolescent child to really what we're going to become as a woman. And I think it really sets that stage for who we are going to be. Right. Um, I, I truly feel that way. I see a lot of people that we went to high school with, obviously, if you don't know, Sean and I went to high school together and there's people that like, I can look back in high school and like, I can see where they are today. And it totally makes sense to me. Um, And, you know, it's, not very it's very rare i not it's not not it is it's very rare if i am if i look at somebody that they're different than how they were in high school it's this it's really i I actually can't even think there must be at least one or two people but not for the most part like i can actually see who they were as people and then where they became and it totally makes sense to me right <laughs> so like good and bad like i don't actually like i know yeah. i'm just saying like it's old, like i'm not shocked by any of the career choices there's like not one of those like romeo and michelle moments where i'm like oh wow, <laughs> like oh that guy has a jet like i don't know jet, anybody but, either i'm like who's just, that? yeah but let's just pretend right <laughs> but, like you know but there's nothing that's like this woo moment to me but if i could go back let's say to like the girl I was my senior year of high school, you know, I would definitely tell her don't care about what anyone else thinks. Like seriously, try everything. Yes. So many things I wish I would have tried, but I was so afraid to fail that I thought, or what was everyone going to think? Like, Oh gosh, I tried that and I didn't do a good enough job. Like everyone's going to make fun of me or whatever. And I was, I played it safe a lot of the ways. Like I played my personality safe. I played the people I dated safe. There was definitely people that I liked that I never would have said anything about because I was super shy in a lot of ways. Yes. yes. And if you knew me, which you did, yes. you never thought I was shy, but there was definitely avenues no, in my life that I course. was super shy on. Right. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I would love to tell the young Kristen, like, Hey girl, like if we could do that back to the future moment, right? Like, Hey, first of all, there's this thing called lottery going to happen. And like, (laughs) here's the numbers, right? Number one. Number two, um, try everything and literally have the confidence in yourself to know it's okay to fail because failing is actually succeeding. And I really wish that they would teach that in school. Of not succeeding doesn't mean like you are perfect at everything. Succeeding means you try at everything. So I would love to be able to tell that. And then, like in my college girl self, I would love to be able to tell her, like, you're beautiful. You are actually stunning, young lady. And you think you're super fat and ugly and whatever else. And you were, it makes me cry just thinking about it. But like, I was so hard on myself. And if you don't know this, and we won't go into it in this show, but I had bulimia. 
and um, an eating disorder for about mm, probably almost nine years of my life. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, that was really difficult for me. And um, obviously, I made the choices. I did that. I don't think it's a disease. I think it's something that it's like in your brain of like you choose, right? And then I had to choose not to do it. Um, but it's something I struggle with, like still, like I look at my body and I don't like it. And I think of myself being this huge obese person constantly. And, and so, you know, like I want to go back to that college girl and be like, you're so beautiful. Like what the heck is wrong with you? Right. Absolutely. Like, and I know other people must be feeling that way. Right. And so you have that. And then in my thirties, I want to go back and be like, Hey, you know what? you're going to have the dumbest ideas and the best ideas, but don't let anybody tell you any better. <laughs> like it does not matter what that girl in the management team says, like you are going to like go after it and you're going to have fun trying. And that's the other thing I want to tell the girl in my thirties, like have fun. Like, why are you so stressed out all the time? Like you are so trying so hard to climb this ladder yep. that you're forgetting to have fun. Yep. And like in the girl, in my forties, which I'm only 43. So let's <laughs> But like, I'm constantly trying to remind myself, like, it's okay to, to do something stupid. It's okay to mispronounce a word. It's okay to not be perfect. And so I don't like, you know what I'm going to be at my sixties, but I'm trying to remind myself that one day I will be 60 to go, Hey girl, in your forties, you're gorgeous right now. It's okay that you're 20 pounds heavier than you want to be. And it's going to be okay. You know, because like when I'm in my sixties, like I'm never going to be 43 again. And so nope. that's why I, I really hope that. Nope you guys are listening because I know all of us must feel this way, but we're not like, or at least a lot of us feel, if you don't, then I really want to be, I think everybody up. feels this way. I really do. If they, if they don't, they're lying to well, themselves. They don't, I want to be them when I grow up because like, <laughs> but I, I just think we're so hard on ourselves, especially as women. I can't talk as a man cause I don't know, but as a woman, we are so ridiculously hard on ourselves. What yeah, would you I would tell agree. your younger self? I would agree with that. I mean, a lot of that is, is, is really, really relating like to my experience as well. I would tell myself, um, you know, respect yourself. Absolutely. And in, in the choices that you're making and the people that you're choosing to be with and the things that you are choosing to give up, respect yourself more. Um, you're worth far more than, than you think you are. And, um, I would tell myself that, that it's okay to fail. I love that lesson that it's okay to fail. Everybody fails. That's how we learn things in our lives. Um, and I would honestly just, just tell myself to go easy, like just to go easy on myself. Because again, like I, I relating to what you're saying, like I've been so hard on myself my entire life and, and, um, I think that really revolves around the fact that like for a long, long time, I don't think I loved myself, you know, and, and it took a long time. I would say it took until probably until I was 40 to really, to really step back and go, there's no way in hell that I can expect anybody else in my life to love me. If I don't love myself, I absolutely think that that's a hundred percent true. And a lot of that had to do with, you know, with self-discovery of like, what, what do I like? Like, like, what are my hobbies? Like, what are my interests? You know, it kind of almost reminds me of um, that scene in that Julia Roberts movie where she's with Richard Gere, not pretty woman, but the runaway bride where they're talking about like the kind of eggs that she likes and, and all, and, and, and her egg choice was always related to the man that she was dating at the time. 
And she had to separate from all of that and figure out like what her eggs were, like what her <laughs> egg choice was on her own. And, um, and I, and I've just, I've just really felt like that in my life. And, um, and it's okay that it's okay to change your mind. You yeah. know, it's, it's okay. It's okay. If you start going down an avenue where you are believing or enjoying or saying, or whatever the case may be doing one thing, it's okay. If all of a sudden you, you realize a better path for you. And I just want to tell myself to embrace that new path because it's a new path for it for a reason, you know, and, and all of those intuitions, we've talked about intuitions before, but all of those intuition feelings, those feelings of intuition, those feelings where um, you're, you're feeling, you're feeling off about something. You're not feeling, you're not feeling right. Or you're feeling a weird weirdness in your gut about something. Totally listen to that and trust that. Trust that you're that you are telling yourself the right way to go, um, and don't push that feeling aside. Absolutely. So, yeah, well, I love all of that. So I know all of you guys are sitting there going, "Yes, that's me." Oh yeah, no, that's me. And so here's your RX for this week. That's right. We want you to write a letter that you're not going to open for 20 years. So you're going to write a letter as of today to actually your older self of how you are today. And we want you to seal it. And we want you to set a reminder somewhere and have the date be somewhere that you can open up in 20 years from now. And be able to like remember who you are today because 2020 is a year that I don't think any of us are ever gonna forget. Like I really don't. Um, and so that is what our RX is this week. We are going to next week, um, we are gonna write a letter and I think we're gonna both share our letters and then we're gonna seal them. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah, so guys, again, stop beating yourself up. You know, here's the cool thing. You are only your age right now. So you actually are your younger yes. self from 20 years from now. God, so, yes. you know, so live it as right now as your younger self, because you're never going to be younger than you are right now. Like you are That's right now the youngest. Right. And so <laughs> like, just, you know, try to look back and go, okay, well, I could do better today. And that's what we're all just trying to do better. And I can't believe the show is over. But I know. Haven't subscribed, you know, subscribe, subscribe. subscribe. We're on all of the channels. And um, you can find all of our links on our website, which is supermommd.org. Um, we would love to have you. We're on YouTube and all kinds of things. So um, oh. definitely look us up. Until next week. Bye, guys. Yeah, bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to Super Mom MD. Please make sure to subscribe to our podcast and tune in next week as we continue to keep it real about all the ups and downs of motherhood. <laughs> this is definitely not your mother's podcast. <laughs>